We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Boston's Sports Original. some retail therapy it's like somebody just made me a nice peppermint hot chocolate and pumped a little oxygen into the air now i'm feeling like i just want to be out and about foot loose and fancy free around the most festive time of year is that a little carrie underwood or is that casey come on now is that taylor yeah that's okay sorry in honor of the late john anderson well, in honor Anderson. of the great John Anderson, he's not late of this world. He's late of the station now as he makes the next venture and whatever will resemble his career. And God bless him for it. Comp Sci John. What? Computer science. Oh, comp. <laughs> but the way you said it made it sound so Yeah, somebody accused me earlier of, um, like, what am I on, basically? I can't find the text because they've know, been coming listeners, in. listeners. I apologize. Andy has been off the rails. Like, this show even has rails to get on in the first place. But yeah, Rails are dated. We don't want rails anymore. What are we, a train? Oh, it's 1918. We're going to ride the rails to Grandma's house. Rails are overrated, so get the hell off the rails and let's do radio with all the callers. Maybe it was rails that you were doing before the show. Who knows? I'll tell you anyway, what. Ra- every nothing. time, here's the funny thing. This is such a, and this is the way sports radio works, just a little peek behind the curtain. You can have your show prep. You can decide, 1 o'clock, we're going here. One twenty, we're here. We have to do this. We got to do this topic. It's this and that. We got to make sure we touch on everything to try to please everyone. One thing I do know is whenever you try to please everyone, you please absolutely nobody. And every time that we threaten to talk a little Celtics, because, yes, they've had a tough go of late, when we want to pay tribute to the Bruins because they get another, what is it, 20 straight games they've pointed in the garden uh, they get a they kind of big comfort behind win last night after going down two goals. They are the gold standard of the four major teams in Boston right now. The lines fill back up with people wanting to complain, talk about the Patriots and whatnot. We are here for you. That's the way Andy and I like to run our program. The Fitzy and Hart Show, as maddening, as inconsistent, uh, <laughs> as, as contrarian as it can awesome. be at times, as awesome as it can be at times, again, we are fans and subscribers to the idea that we do sports radio for you. We do not have agendas where we have to make sure we make our points and forget about you because you guys are what help drive the narrative. So back to the phones we go. JP is in Providence. JP, how are you? Welcome to the show. Happy holidays. Well, it's month day one, so it's a start. But listen, I want to talk about what's important. Herb Alpert, Tijuana Brass. As a young man growing up in the 60s, great album, Taste of Honey, even better album cover. Picture a guy, 10 years old, Google the album cover. You know what I mean, guys? It's fantastic. I'm going to guess know what? it's a lady for, Those are just the kind of calls I want on a day like this. A nice little a nice little palate cleanser from all of the, and thank you for the call, JP. 
Appreciate that. Uh, anyone who is near a Google machine. What's his name? Def- Herb who? Her- Herb Alpert, A-L-P-E-R-T. Uh, Taste yeah. of Honey was the album. Tijuana Bass, Taste of Honey. I'll give everyone a couple of seconds to head to the computer, flip open the laptop, find the uh, Chrome browser on their Android or their iPhone. Take a look at that. What was the... Uh... Uh, Taste of Honey. It's nothing oh. crazy, Andy. It's nothing crazy. It was just something. Yeah, she's not bad. A long, long time ago, it was a wedding dress special. woman on there the cover. A lady friend. I can imagine that then. that was something special for somebody. Whipped Things cream. The times they have changed just a little. Well, she's licking in. whipped cream off her finger seductively. Mm-hmm. I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and uh, check that one off your bingo card. If you were playing Fitzy and Hart bingo and you had Andy saying she's licking whipped cream off her finger. Seductively, as we go to our next call. Oh, all the way in from Strong Island, way out in the lovely uh, hamlet seaside of Montauk. I bet you'd love it out there, Andy. Mm. Tommy's calling in. He wants to talk about Mac Jones and where he might be next year. What's up, Tommy? Yeah, uh, Merry Christmas. But I think Mac Jones winds up a Raider unless the Raiders win out. And he, and he winds up back with McDaniels. And the uh, car's got a big payday. And if, if they don't win out, they're going to let him go. So yeah, th- that's an this is an interesting one. There's one of two teams that I could posit Mac Jones because I don't think San Francisco is the option now. The way B- Purdy has succeeded, Brady's interested, etc. Um, where I could really see Mac Jones potentially going next year, Andy, and being successful. You earlier said dome team, so Raiders make sense because that's a dome and a freaking gorgeous one at that as well. Maybe Josh could say, "Hey, I can pay a lot less for the next couple of years. Surround him with talent, rebuild my line." get some corners in here and we could be successful given uh you know Waller, Renfro, Mac Hollins, Cole, etc. like they got the talent, they got the weaponry. So I maybe maybe especially if Derek Carr goes to New York or they cut that big salary loose, they'd only owe a couple million dollars of dead cap money if they do. The other team yeah, that I think Carr, Carr said he'd, he would retire, you know, if they let him go, he's going to retire. Yeah, I don't would he wanted, really. You know. That's what he said. He'll only play for the Raiders. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to be a preacher. And by the way, I also wow. I also wonder what Devontae Adams would think going to play with his guy Carr, and then one year into it, they run his guy Carr out of town. How oh, happy would he, would he say he no be? to twenty five million dollars next year? No, but he might sulk because they're athletes, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. That, that'd be interesting, but you know, I, I think that's yeah, unless they win out. If they win out, then they, they're going to have to keep Carr. You could see, and you know, Tommy, thanks for the call. Happy holidays. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, thanks for listening probably on EEI.com or the Odyssey app. Perhaps he was tuning in on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Boston, W-E-E-I. You can see me in the old fan cave broadcast studio wearing a Christmas hat and Andy in our broadcast studio currently checking his phone while Tommy from Montauk was yeah, opinionating. I wasn't overly interested. There will be a lot of, there's going to be, if last season was the wildest quarterback turnover off season that we can remember with Russell Wilson going here and there and all these people changing position, Matt Ryan to Indianapolis, et cetera. Do you think this off season could be just as, I won't say tumultuous, but as unpredictable? Or could this off season be a cautionary tale for Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan and those types? And people are like, eh. now I know Mac Jones would be different because he's a young quarterback. He's not back nine back two, back whatever you want to call Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan. So there's a difference there, and oh, there's a pre- He just teed off, and a bear attacked him on the second hole. That's true. <laughs> now he has to golf one-armed. <laughs> um, so, and, and I also, the first thing I thought of is two coaches who are aligned, in Belichick and McDaniels, 
putting their coaching careers in jeopardy by that one move. Bill Belichick trading Mac Jones, and as I said earlier, having to sell to Robert. You know, Robert, when I told you Mac Jones was the franchise quarterback for us, I was wrong. We need to unload this guy. Josh wants him. And Josh, who signed an extension with Carr and sort of looked like they were ready to win with Carr, now going to Mark Davis and saying, I want Carr out and Mac in. If that doesn't work right away, well, he's going to be out in Vegas. So it would be a move that I think would put in jeopardy two coaching careers in two different teams. Could potentially could potentially do so. It would be a win big, risk big t- proposition. And who's the Patriots quarterback? I, who knows? I, I in that in that Cam case, Newton. It, I, he's still yeah, one of the best exactly. thirty-two. One yeah, of the best yeah. thirty-two. You know, there's not thirty-two better. He's uh, right. There's one hundred and thirty-two better. If Matt Patricia sticks around and that zappy magic worked out, and they and they taste or touch a little bit of it again before the season's over, I, you could never rule it out. Number one, number I'm two, not thirty-two. Like no, you're not. You're 132. There's Jimmy not Garoppolo? 32 guys better than me. Ooh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I love that talking point. Now, and as I said to you on our podcast, the Six Rings podcast, available now wherever you get your podcast and the Odyssey app. It's a great podcast. So much fun. Tremendous. And tune in. A little visual tidbite for those of you that tune into the Six Rings via YouTube. Tidbite. 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 You can chew on my... Grinch hoodie that I wore for the uh, recording of this week's Six Rings podcast. But who would the quarterback be for the Patriots in Week Five after Jimmy gets hurt? <laughs> you oh, think he makes cheap it all, shot, Andy. You think he makes it all the way to five games? Right. I would say you could download this week's Six Rings podcast, or at least the latest edition, so you could listen to us preview the Bengals game as we did a little bit earlier in the program. But also the great Trags, Mike Petralia, from uh, formerly of Weei, now of Jungle Roar Pod. CLNS Media joined us yesterday as Christian Arcan, Kyrie Thompson, and I were talking Patriots Bengals. Gave us a nice preview, and boy, oh boy, is Trags sold. Great guy, great preview, great football talk. You can download the Six Rings Pod wherever you get your pods Spotify, Apple Music, Odyssey app, and so much more. Man, is he all in on Joe Burrow and oh, was not weird. shy about making the Brady comparisons, and he's not alone in that one as well. Hmm. All oh, in on Joe the- Burrow, kind of like me before he entered the NFL. The guy is special, which is why I was so annoyed with all the Patriots fans and beat writers who were telling me last year, you know what the good comp is for Mac Jones? Joe Burrow. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> good call there, boys and ladies. We got more calls on this. I promise we're going to try to talk just a little something else. Why? And every time I'll Screw say that, it. the phone's We go where the people take us. We're a show of the people, for the people, by the people. Yeah, man, you really... <laughs> this coffee was good. I don't know what the hell they put in this, but it's phenomenal. 617-779-7937 is the number on a maddeningly sports-tastic midday show here on Christmas Eve Eve. Fitzy and Hart on WEI. Nicholas, please help us get to break by trending now. It's Ian Hart on WEEI. Boston's Sports Original. in a good mood, Andy. It's the great Booker T and the MGs with a 1965 cover of Jingle Bells. I would have preferred Backdoor Santa. Oh, I don't think I could play that one. Right, we <laughs> we did. played it last year. Yeah. We oh, no, trouble. we did. We did? We got in trouble? It was Fourier's yeah. idea. That explains everything. That ex- Exactly. 
You answered your own question with your... Fitzy, what are they going to do with us? They need us. <laughs> they hate to admit it, but they need us. Are we basically like if everyone else gets injured, maybe that's how Kendrick Bourne gets put in the game or somebody yes. else has to play? Yeah. We're like, what was that show with uh, the designated survivor where like everybody's dead? And lone you survivor. With, we, we are the lone survivor. Right. That's us. They need us. Well, you may not want us on that wall, but you kind of need us yep. on that wall because yep. there aren't a lot of other people. Exactly. Listen, not to say that Turpin and LaPan wouldn't make a great midday show, but someone oh, also sure would have great. to produce that. Yeah, then who produces? Hmm? See? Thus, we run into the issue. Trickle-down effect. And we try to do the best we When you're can. at the Again, bottom of the barrel. By the people, for the people, exactly. of the fans, and by the fans. And we're going to piss call, the people Andy, off. Before... Yeah, we're going to piss the people off with the last call of the day. Last call, last, likely the last call of the day before we tidy things up, clean up uh, house here, and get close to wrapping it up. And then we'll pass the baton at 2 o'clock to Dundero and Arcand. It should be a dynamic afternoon. Are they calling that the afternoon program? The 2 to 6. They're just calling it two to six. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Last call. Another huge fan of Andy and Bill Belichick. Steve's in Fall River. Hello and happy holidays, Steve. Steve. How are you guys? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and a ho 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 to you too. Andy, I told you one time when you asked me who the best coach was that I ever saw, and I told you it was Joe Gibbs. And then I remembered the three stiffs, basically, he won a Super Bowl with. Yeah. Jim Plunkett. Mark Williams and uh, uh, Doug Williams and, and Mark Ripien. And I think back, I want to ask you about the three, because we call this thing a bookend uh, um, dynasty with the Patriots. They won three. On the, the first one, to me, truly was a dynasty. The second three, I look at, if I characterized the pass by the Seattle Seahawks instead of the run, as one of the worst five plays in the history of sports. Would you argue with me? Uh, no, One of the not. worst calls in the history of sports. Okay. Not. And if I said the pass to get them out of field goal range was one of the worst calls, top five calls in playoff history, would you argue with me? You're talking, and, about, talking the about the Falcons? Yeah, yeah. Um, that might be borderline, but okay, I uh, keep going. Okay. Go ahead, proceed. So, two out of the six Super Bowls of, with the top with the benefit, not of what we did, what the other team just threw up on themselves. Uh, Bill Belichick, you said, didn't have a a two win team. Uh, he was okay. He was this. He was that. But you didn't put any context to it. So context. Don Shula, who he's. Ch- Okay, Don Shula is chasing, excuse me, Bill Belichick is chasing Don Shula. Mm. Guess what? I saw Don Shula. Bill Belichick's no Don Shula. Let me tell you why. Mm. You can go overlay on one of these podcasts of yours. They're, they're winning record throughout the years. And you'll see that Don Shula had maybe one or two losing seasons. Bill Belichick's had way more. Not only that, the quarterbacks they play with. Don Shula was blessed to have three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Oh, interesting. But guess what? In the games he didn't have Hall of Fame quarterbacks, he won two to one. He was like, "Don't hold me to the number." He was seventy-five and thirty. Bill Belichick had eleven seasons. This will be his eleventh season, which is three coaching careers for the average coach of less than five hundred. He's one and two in the playoffs. He is the longer he does it without Brady, the more. Somebody is going to come around to this, and I'm going to leave you at one thought. I want to be on the radio all day the week of uh, 
the guy in Tennessee that's hurt. What's his name? The quarterback in Tennessee. Ryan, Ryan, Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill starts for the New England Patriots in Ugh. one of the next two or three seasons. Ugh. I want to be on WEI all day telling you why I predicted that. And guess what? He's hurt now. They're not going to make the playoffs. His contract status is in jeopardy. He will be on the open market. We will have a flux at quarterback. He will start. It's very good chance he will start a game for your New England Patriots. That's where we're at in the world. Well, good luck well, with your prediction, Steve. And if he can get something out of Jonu Smith, it'll be worth it. Happy Christmas, Steve, and thanks for calling in. Um, it's amazing that Steve was able, was to, able to bungle the names of all three quarterbacks that Joe Gibbs won Super Bowls with. That was amazing right there. Yeah, he, uh, he the Raiders were the ones who won with Jim Plunkett. That was actually Joe Theismann, Doug Williams, and Mark Rippon who won quarter who won Super Bowls. And wouldn't you argue that Don Shula being a 500 coach with Dan Marino is less than ideal? Like his whole argument was like he didn't have losing yeah. seasons. He had arguably one of the the more physically gifted quarterbacks, throwers of the football that's ever walked the planet. Mm-hmm. Right. That would be like that would that would take the argument to Bill Belichick would not be the legend that he is if he was a 500 quarterback with Tom Brady. Obviously, he, he was able to excel with the greatest quarterback because right. his scheme and all of his ideals worked perfectly with him. If Don Shula also, the one thing about those 70s Dolphins, like context is king. They say content is king. Content uh, takes a backseat to context in my eyes. And contextually speaking, you have to remember, it's like, oh, man, this guy, look at all the home runs he hit. Yeah, well, there were eight teams in the league at the time. And most of the pitchers in the league used to throw back-to-back doubleheaders, and they had to go sell shoes at night. So it was a little bit of a different era. You didn't have guys coming in to throw 100 miles an hour, specialists and lefties, and you know, coming in and uh, the way the way the baseball's been larusified, or at least bullpens have. Things change, Andy. Like that's the one thing we have to remember about Don. You know, Shula to me, greatness a little bit more of a compiler. But hey, what do I know, right? I'm just I'm just the host of the the host of ten to two during the holiday break. <laughs> It's a good name. 10 to 2? Yeah, I like it. Catchy. <laughs> Tells the you story. You say catchy, I say, I say crazy. Well, listen, we've covered everything Patriots that we possibly can at this point now. We let um, Steve talk. We let Danny talk. Yeah, we gave, listen, we gave all of our favorites. We gave all the Star Wars. The Where's Star Wars. Wayne? Did Wayne die? I haven't heard, we haven't heard from Wayno and Southie in a while. That's why it was a semi-serious question. Like uh, He used to no, call every time okay. we're on. I know. I hope he's okay. And then the first thing he always says is, "I have where you guys been? I haven't heard from you in a while." Right. And uh, maybe he, maybe the cancellation on Saturdays of Fitzy and Hart killed him. Could be the case. Just saying. Could Should be the case. You never know. Put out the Wayne signal. Uh, the Wayno signal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just shine the uh, just shine the Patriots symbol. Okay. So you've been wanting to move on from the scintillating I Patriots wa- talk for three to. hours just... and forty minutes. What do you want to talk about? Oh, there's a million different things. What's we so could... pressing in Fitzy's world? Oh, my gosh. The rain has gotten crazy. Boy, we're still in for another couple hours of it, everybody. Um, the other, I mean, listen, you could talk if you wanted to, Andy. I would dare say, perhaps, uh, just quickly want to get your feeling as they head into a game tonight that hopefully will be a get-right game for them. Your Boston Celtics at 22-10, and 10, losers of four of the last five games, three-game losing streak, at home mm. against inferior talent, mm-hmm. two against the Orlando Magic, and then the other night against the Pacers, where they get booed off the court in the first half. Deserved and the it. last time anyone got booed at the Boston Garden, it was when the Royals came to see, it was when uh, William and Kate came to see the Celtics a couple weeks ago. A uh, little bit of a messy situation. Like Now you can say, okay, 
They'll figure it out. This is what they do. They did this last year as well. They didn't start as start as hot. They started cold, then got then got hot. Um, I'm wondering if you think this will be good for the Celtics because Missoula needs to kind of like get baptized and like dipped in the river sticks at some point during the season to figure out his coaching style, or if maybe some of the bad habits last year that plagued and ultimately sunk the Celtics are setting back in. No, I think this is uh, part of the process, not to sound like Mac Jones, part of the process, like you have a new coach. You weren't going to be the greatest offense in history and just roll right through things and not have to play defense. Now, are there some things you're concerned about or you start to question? Now, you are working, Rob Williams, Time Lord, back into the lineup, into the mix. Theoretically, everybody's like, oh, when he gets back, imagine how good they're going to be. He's going to change the defense, and now you're going to add better defense to elite offense. I just think it's part of you. You were not going to be as dominant. Now, it's not ideal that you're now trailing the Bucks with a big game against the Bucks coming on Christmas Day. Um, not ideal that your star player skipped a game to go to his kid's birthday party. Don't love that. Don't love Mm-mm. how that played out. Mm-mm. So none of this is ideal, but you're right. This this is not like some fairy tale where they were Joe Missoula took over and they were never even challenged all year long. They were great in the regular season. They were great in the postseason, and they hoisted a banner at the Garden. No, he, he's going to go through this. And I know one of the things that he's been criticized for or, or um, observed is – he doesn't take timeouts in a traditional fashion in runs. Mm-hmm. Like, he just like, you guys figure it out. You're freaking professionals. Stay out there and figure this freaking thing out. Like, he's not. Yeah, I called him, like, the opposite of a helicopter parent out there. Yeah. The way that he, co- like, he just, like, le- like, you know what? Let the kids figure it out. Yeah, like, there's a lion eating his child. And he's like, you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to learn someday to deal with lions. There's a lot of lions in this world. Um, uh, Dad, the water's getting really cold. And <laughs> right. really, sure could, maybe an adult could come in. Or a life maybe raft here. Yeah. <laughs> But no, this is the, you're going to have some adversity. You're going to have to learn to play through it. Um, you know, watching the other night, there's some sloppy play. There's mm-hmm. you know th- some things that play into this. But we also have to remember at the beginning of the year they were shooting like the lights out. Yes, like other teams would shoot 52 percent or 56 percent, and they're down 20. I was watching him, and I was like, this doesn't make sense. Some of this, like this, is not sustainable. We live in a world of sustainability. It was not sustainable, some of what they were doing and how they were playing. But I do think they're going to be a better team when Time Lord works his way back into the mix. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Hopefully they dealt with that knee in the proper way, right? Remember, that was the theory, like Mm -hmm. deal with it right now so you can Mm -hmm. back end of the year, the whole thing. Um, And I still will go back to the leadership. We've talked a lot about Mac Jones' leadership. Your coach Mm -hmm. and your superstar are still learning on the fly at the Garden to be leaders. I think Jason Tatum is still continuing to hone. I didn't like the other day, for example, when he brought up their record. Year six, he's still learning on the job? Year six at how old? Okay, well, still, like, he's a six-year. Like This is his sixth year in the NBA. The kid's an MVP candidate. Like, he's been to the finals. He's been to the conference finals several times. Is he still really learning on the fly? Is this the first season as an MVP candidate when his team blew doors out the gates with a new coach? Like, I mean, they're all experiences, and you kind of... I mean, we're all learning something new every day. Right. The day we stop learning is the day we stop living, yes. Exactly. So I just think there there is a process, and we all expect, or I won't speak for everyone, most people, I think, expected them to actually struggle out of the gates with Joe Missoula. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that was a scandalous change of coaches and Ime mm-hmm. and the whole thing. They didn't. That doesn't mean you're not going to ever have a, a growing pains period with your new coach. That's just the reality. So I remember hearing Steve Kerr when they, um, when they signed Kevin Durant a few years ago. And he was like, even when you add the greatest player 
to a great team, there's a process. Like, it, it should just be like, oh, we'll be X amount better. We took a team that was already great and we added the greatest player. We'll just be X better, right, an exponent. Like, that's not how it works. There's still people and relationships and roles and things to fall into place. And I think to some degree there's going to be some of that with the Celtics, whether they jump-started it, like got a little ahead of themselves in the process or not. Yeah, see, uh, to me, while there are some tendencies that are rearing their heads that could be alarming, like going hero ball in panic mode when Golden State did the Golden State things to them again, like coming out flat against Orlando the first time, like also just being completely run off their own floor in the first half by the Pacers, creating a deficit that they weren't able to overcome despite a dynamite second half. I I can't, like, Time Lord's a little rusty. They could definitely use another wing. There's definitely uh, there's a deficit at wing. They could use another score because you lose Gallinari. And as far as it goes with Missoula, you know, the guy hasn't coached that much. He's still, like, player age. He's only 34 years old. Right. He wasn't the, the, the lockdown, rock-solid choice to be the coach this year like the, it was it was this was Ime's team like they never wanted to shift coaches midstream this was this was uncalled for so in a lot of ways like it, in a lot of ways you're going to have to basically let this guy figure it out as he goes so you're going to have to go through some bleak some bleak patches here you're going to have to go through a couple of dark passages to try to figure these things out i'm just i'm just interested to see if when you play a team like Minnesota tonight after you had a couple of opponents you probably should have beaten pretty easily and you lost all three to, can you get right against them? And then how do you do, like, in a huge primetime game, something you and I will be talking about on Monday's 10-2 to 2 midday show here on WEI? Yeah. The Celtics have a Christmas Day game against the Bucks, I think And now Chris Middleton is back, and you know they are going to be bloodthirsty to come out and prove a point on Christmas Day. Yeah, I... Uh... That's going to be a really interesting game, and I think everybody still thinks the Bucks are the team to beat. They they mm-hmm. have now moved into the first spot uh, mm-hmm. ahead of the Celtics in the East. Mm-hmm. Everybody will point to the Middleton thing from last mm-hmm. postseason. Mm-hmm. So I think the Bucks are probably looking to prove a point. Mm-hmm. But just you know, if the if the Celtics lose, mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily going to say, "Oh my God, it's all the wheels are really falling off now." Not only you're, yeah, you're losing not, to bad teams, you right. don't measure up to good. Te- no, no, no. Relax to steal a line from Aaron Rodgers. Relax. Like, you're a good team. The Celtics are a good team that I think will be there at the end. Are they the 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 wagon that maybe people were allowing themselves to get caught up in? I'm not so sure they're the wagon. I think the realistic expectations coming into the year. Remember when everybody was talking about, oh, yeah, the Bucks are good. Oh, uh, Sixers. Oh, the Heat. Like, there's other good teams in the East. This is mm-hmm. not going to be a cakewalk to a banner that you mm-hmm. – may have allowed yourself to get caught up in at some point. Now, it's going to be a cakewalk to a cup for the Bruins. That's obvious because they're just continuing to roll. So it's a cakewalk to cup, no cakewalk to banner would be my theme of the first month in the garden. Well, someone has to break this duck boat deficiency that we're currently languishing in because it has been almost four years, Andy, and as a resident of Entitled Town, I find it unacceptable. We'll come back in just a couple minutes here. It's our last commercial break. We're going to play You Got Something Holiday Edition, a little flashback Friday, and we'll wrap up the Fitzy and Hart Show before it's time for Arcan and Dondero here on WEI. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, we're right back to it. Bitsy and Hart on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Wrapping things up on another robust, zesty, information, and opinion-packed 10A to 2P, or midday show. Some may call it Fitzy and Hart. We're just holding, we're just keeping the uh, keeping the place warm, making sure the seat is filled until uh, January 2023. Uh, the former program used to like to do a little something called You Got Something Here, so I could, we could say it's You Got Something, we could say it's Flashback Friday. I'm just sharing a little fun content that I happen to find from one of my absolute favorite feeds. Andy, do you follow Boston Sports Throwback on either Twitter or the Gram? No. Oh, you should. You don't? I don't. Okay, well, they are at Boston Sports Throwback on Instagram and at BOS Throwback on Twitter. They're more active on Instagram. The guys that run this feed, actually, it's just one guy, does an awesome job. He goes back and finds, as he says... Boston sports pictures and videos you didn't know you needed. Tremendous stuff. Archive random interviews, comebacks, sports center highlights, behind the scenes footage, gr- just awesome stuff. Headlines, clippings, you name it. Um, and today, they just happened to post a little while ago that it had been, let me see, this is the 43rd anniversary, December 23rd, 1979. A moment at a different garden, one that is actually round, though they say it's square, that Boston sports fans, and especially Bruins fans, will never forget. And Secord, as uh, the fans are now getting involved, as O'Reilly is out into the stands, and this is going to be something, O'Reilly's into the stands fighting with a ranger fan and all the bruins are going over gilbert is in there peter McNabb, 
They're all into the stands. McNabb's going up to grab somebody. About seven or eight rows up. Well, this is too bad that after the game <laughs> is over, it gets out of hand like this. And uh, you got to worry about a spectator. Well, the Bruins <laughs> are at a decided disadvantage, Fred, with those skates, and uh, somebody could get seriously hurt. Oh, this does the game no good at all. <laughs> it was just a few seconds ago also that you saw Milbury literally about 30-something seconds in. You see the shoe taken, and just the guy is just like round. Like the Bruins are at a disadvantage in those skates. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't poke the bear. It was the It was the patrons of Madison Square Garden that were at a disadvantage going up against the likes of Milbury. Terry O'Reilly and all. And no, we're not condoning violence between teams and spectators at all. We're not going to go back to the malice at the palace and whatnot. But it is something that, I mean, we can, we're far enough removed that we can kind of laugh about it, right? And like th- These are the highlights that when you go get a pizza at halftime pizza before or after you go to a game at the Garden. They used to play these all the time, and we used to sort of celebrate that because we didn't have duck boats and dynasties to celebrate. Yeah, and we can laugh because a long time ago, if something like that happened today in the modern era, even the malice at the palace has been a, a long time removed. Mm-hmm. But if this happened today... I can't even imagine the nightly news. I feel like there'd be congressional oh. hearings and they'd threaten to... Well, TikToks and... Uh, I can't even imagine how it would be received. And the second, the color well, guy nope. who's like, well, this is unfortunate. <laughs> well, nobody would be fighting because everyone would have their hand up with their phone filming it. That's true. That is true. You're right. You're right. Beat somebody Andy, with his own phone. you got something before we wrap it up? Uh, I do have something. As you said, this is now the 10 to 2 slot. But once upon a time, there was a fantasy football league being run in this slot. And there is a belt... On the window by the producers that is up for grabs this week, I am still alive, facing off against Ryan Davey in a matchup in the playoffs, and Lou Merloni and our friend Dice, who I actually met yesterday at a JV basketball game down in Dennis Yarmouth, in which he blew a 20-plus point lead as the coach of that team, only to pull it off in the end and get the victory against my son's team. But, yes, there's a fantasy football matchup, and I'm hoping to advance to take on Lou Merloni in the final. That would be most fitting indeed. So it's you versus Ryan Davey and then Lou Merloni versus Dice. the Dice Man in the quarterfinals of the show formerly known as Gresham Keefe's Fantasy Football League with the title belt in the window up for grabs. Good luck to you, Andy, as well. I am out of every single fantasy football league. Fantasy can go to hell. That's because I know more about football than you. Uh, see, that's just patently untrue, and I've been doing Seems fantasy like for a long time, Seems and I like just science. had a bad year. I got overextended. Oh, I had a bad year, and then it I happens had a to bad all of us, year. Andy. It happens to the best, and mm. in your case, the worst of us. Good job by you today, Andy. He's at Jumbo Hart. Mm, Good job by Nick LePan. Good job. Thank you so much to the dozens and dozens and dozens of callers, the texters, and everyone else who participated and made us part of their Christmas Eve Eve midday programming. Andy and I will be back with you tomorrow. Immediately upon the conclusion of Bengals at Patriots for the Six Rings postgame show, the final Six Rings postgame show, not of the season, but of the year, will be on 4 to 6 p.m. tomorrow here on WEEI and wherever you get your WEEI awesomeness. Coming up next, it's Don Darrow and Arcand. Gentle reminder, You Got Something was brought to you by our friends at Unified Office. If you run restaurants and fear that you're losing money due to missed phone orders and lost incoming calls, let Unified Office boost your business. They are a restaurant's best friend. Visit unifiedoffice.com to learn more. Thanks, everybody. Be safe out there. Happy holidays. Go Pats, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.
Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 